10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3. Good luck, studio. And now, another really exciting episode of the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. All I wanted was a pie, and then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it is it deep? Is it deep? <laughs> Boy, is that all that shy is right? <laughs> Blimey, Governor, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? I'm right. Yes. So what's this episode going to be about? Well, I'm, I'm quite excited about this one. I've been trying to uh, uh, encourage uh, our guests this time onto the show ever since it began, really, whether he knew it or not. <laughs> um, it was always something I, I was hoping I could achieve at some point. And uh, we, we originally were going to do this about two years ago, before the pandemic, but uh, um, life got in the way. But uh, it, it's um, uh, quite timely, as it happens, because it's actually, as this episode is released, almost 30 years, well... It's 30 years in September. Um, 30 years in September since we met at university. Um, probably on our first day. Uh, but yeah. So who are we talking to? We're talking to my friend Kerry, um, who, as I say, was a university friend and has been a friend ever since. And uh, who also appeared in a lot of early Sutton Park episodes. Uh, sometimes on screen, sometimes behind the camera, sometimes via audio message, sometimes just a quick shot of him, because back then I had a um, I had a list of the top, I don't know how many it was, 30 uh, most appeared stars on the show, and uh, any little appearance counted. So, uh, um, yeah, he put up with a lot. He put up with a lot. He's very, very kind. Um, he doesn't say anything about how annoying I must have been. Um, <laughs> but, um, anyway, so let's run that theme music. And when we come back, we'll, um, we'll be talking to Kerry. But uh, actually, I've got to have a quick word with the regulars first. But anyway, run that theme music. Darling, it's a shy life podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. Hello, Paul. Uh, I'll carry anywhere for potato. Delicious. Hello, campers. How are you? You quite like a big fan, don't you, Paul? <laughs> Go Shy Yeti. Oh, I hope he hasn't found out my secret. If he has. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for it to begin. It's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I'm strangely drawn to get younger John's ankles as well. <laughs> Has the Charlotte podcast laid down? I don't think so. There's all green in here. Yum, 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 yum. Has anyone seen my hot sausage? <laughs> hello, hello, hello. So, look, um, guys, now, um, I'm going to be talking to Kerry today, and we're talking over the phone and we're recording either end and so basically please no banging around in the kitchen or anything like that um not even for a little bit i'm only going to be talking to him for about an hour i understand i understand paul i remember kerry i guess um kerry and you were in the show sort of briefly um around the same time in 95 i don't think you did any scenes with him um i'm not sure no i'm not sure i did I think in those days, uh, we kept to ourselves. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I didn't have many people to film with up in Birmingham, so perhaps I didn't want all of my stars in one place. Oh, Paul, <laughs> you said like we were making it up as we went along. Uh, no, of course, this was real life, but uh, anyway. Um, please, yes, Uncle John, no banging. Oh, I wasn't going to go banging, I'm going to be over at the Magpot Hut. Oh, you don't want to listen in. Uh, no. I don't think I know your friend, Kerry, but I'll listen to the episode when it comes out, though. Uh, all right, then. I'm going to be on the spaceship, Paul. Um, I've got things to do. Yes. So, there's no need to worry. All right, Ick. Good. Well, that's pretty much everybody, isn't it? Um, I don't expect Bettina or August or Martin or Tallulah uh, to be banging around. Dealey may bang around. Dealey may appear. But, uh, anyway... Uh, listeners, the, the regulars have confirmed that there'll be no banging around in the background this episode. So uh, let's uh, let's get listening to uh, our conversation with Kerry uh, about our days of making Sutton Park and, uh, and and a little bit of a chat about going to gigs and things as well, which we started to do around '95. All right, let's head back to. The early 1990s. Birmingham, 1992. Get on with it, Paul. Stop dragging it out. Hey, Uncle John, don't be mean. I don't know. Well, listeners, um, today we've got a very exciting guest. Um, it, it's somebody I've known for a very long time, in fact, almost 30 years. Um, <laughs> would you like to introduce yourself, guest? Um, hello, uh, my name is Kerry Lang. I got to know Paul at university, which seems a very long time ago. <laughs> and listeners, you may have heard Kerry's voice, but you probably definitely have heard Kerry's voice, but from... 30 years ago or near enough yeah a lot um, younger yeah now. on Sutton Park clips because it's one of the things we're going to discuss is um, what it was like <laughs> be, being made to be a film star <laughs> if you can put it like that or, or Sutton Park star um, um, I don't know where should we start um, so we both we were both on the same course weren't we Yes, um, and then I noticed you had a, uh, a video camera. Yes, yes. And also... It seemed, it seemed to go everywhere with you. 
Yeah, and, and also I think you noticed I had a Doctor Who T-shirt. Oh, yeah. I think, I don't know if it was because it was around, and it wasn't the 30th anniversary at the time, it was, but there did seem to be a lot of T-shirts available around the early 90s, even though the show wasn't being made. Um, I definitely had a one that said, dum dum and it was just spelled out across the T-shirt. And, I think it was a too much T-shirt. I think oh, it yeah, had been to too much, yeah, I and that. I think it was that. Yeah, so I turned up at university. Um, in, Fashion in, faux pas. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, too much. I was never bothered about that. Sort of thing, so. <laughs> but it's a good. So it's a thinking about it. It was a very good way of saying any other Doc Two fans out there. Yeah, yeah. and um, it worked. It worked. And the th- thing about our course was that it was kind of. I guess it was mostly mature students. Um, well, and and or, or sort of, sort of maybe ladies going back to education after having kids and things, and and there was only, I don't know, it was about a third of us that were straight out of sixth form. Um, it, it certainly didn't. It was quite a, a mixed sort of age group on the course, which was kind of good, but um, but I think we sort of did sort of group together a, a bit because I suppose. Like you were living away from home, and I was living away from home, even though you mm. lived relatively close to your parents and could go back at weekends. Um, I can a lot of people on the course lived in Birmingham and then back to their families, um, so they weren't necessarily looking for things to do after university. So perhaps it wasn't the most sociable course from that point of view. Um, it, it, cliques is a word that springs to mind from back then. That yeah. we, we were all in cliques, I think. Mm, yeah. Um, and um, did you even go to the Freshers' um, Day or wherever it was to see? I had to wander around and um, uh, looked at some of the uh, Union Society stuff mm. the, uh, over in the... Oh, that that's triggered off some memories. I did look at the sci-fi group and consider joining them and never got round to it because we became mates and yeah. it didn't matter yeah. yeah i didn't i think i went to it but i, I don't think I, no, I definitely didn't join anything um but that would have meant being sociable and things like that. <laughs> which you know i don't mind being sociable when i've obviously bonded it's, it's when you're in groups and 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 you're not you, know, you think oh, i don't like half these people <laughs> I suppose I already had my sci-fi friends back home as well. Yeah. Not that there wasn't room for more, but uh, uh, we because you weren't in halls of residence, were you? And I, I know, neither. No, I, I, so. I never wanted to do that. Mm. I think I can remember talking to you about that at mm. the time that we neither of us fancied the idea of halls at all. We just wanted to be out there in the wilds. Yeah. yeah. Now, for the first term, we were there. We, we were sort of sort of friends who met it at, at college um, or at university, whatever, and, and for lectures and things. Um, but I was also going to see friends I had in Tamworth at weekends, um, and that sort of en- ended in beginning of '93. And you, you are on some very early episodes of Southern Park where you you probably didn't necessarily know you were being recorded because I was filming out the window. And Wasn't I a ref- yeah, reflection? That yeah. was my first appearance That's of right. reflection. About episode six or something. <laughs> so that would have been in 92. Uh, but um, 
but it was more in well i had trouble with my video camera at the start of 93 and i didn't even wasn't even working for the for the second term um and um because i before i started doing Sutton park i'd done sketches and i'd done a few other bits and pieces i, I wouldn't have said i'd use my camera that much but i guess i had compared to like what people usually use cameras for and they just use them on holiday or whatever or Christmases or birthdays because um, I remember them saying are you sure this camera is only I think I had it in 91 so it sort of broke down after about two years and the man was like it's, it's, it's really being used a lot and I'm like yeah um, but I think it was sort of around Easter 93 which is also just around the time that I had to leave the um the accommodation I was in, just because of family family problems with the family I was living with, I didn't do anything wrong, but, uh, but I did have to leave. Um, and then it it um, that was when we ended up living together in the place that you'd been living down the road in Erdington. Yeah, um, that was a nice place, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and it it um, it was on the on the top floor. Um, and um, I I remember that bit also being one of the first places that I I saw several horror films because um, we live quite close to a blockbusters and you know being the sort of hoardery types that we were you wouldn't you know I'd go to blockbusters to buy the, their cheap videos not necessarily to rent things. And that was around the time that things like Evil Dead and Friday the 13th and all those sorts of films were available for a fiver. So, um, I, I remember, because uh, you, you were always very kind, that you, if you were away at a weekend, because I think in both places we lived, you had the bigger room, which was fine. I, I think it was safe for me to have the smaller room. I managed to keep my rooms tidier because because they were smaller. You, you can't get un that untidy sort of thing so but if you're away you always let me use your video player or you know because i don't think i had um, one set up but i remember there being a weekend and, and i got some of these horror films and i'd um i sort of I'd, the way i used to watch horror films was that i'd whiz through them first to make sure i knew when all the scary bits were um, particularly because we weren't watching them together and i was by myself so i didn't want to be scared so i Made sure I knew when, to, when I was going to be scared, uh, you know. So, but that's what I sort of associate with um, with that. But um, um, yeah, I, m I remember some of the early things we recorded um, in involved time travel and time travel and rabbits. Uh, there was a character called Harvey who was a time traveling rabbit. Uh, oh yes. Yeah, um, but also at the same time. Um, oh, hello, Dealey's here. Are you just going to sit down? Are you? Hello. Yeah. Hello, Dealey. <laughs> Deals with recording, it's fine. Just, just, yes. Just, <laughs> just settle. So take a moment to settle. I'll ask you some questions in a minute. Yes. Uh, yeah, w w the, it should be said that um, although we got on with other people on the course, our, our main little group was you me and phil yeah um, he was also on. He, he was the initial bridge we got to yeah. know each other first and yeah. then we were put into separate mm. groups weren't we and then 
you got to know Phil and I got to know Phil separately. And then I think there was a realisation moment Then we realised, actually, you... Uh, you know Paul, you know Kerry. Yeah. So the three of us ended up coming together. I did have to do a little bit of stalking because it is all very well being at university and when you're in lectures together, but there's those days when you've got nothing to do. And um, you know, we didn't have mobile phones, so you couldn't just kind of text and say, are you doing anything? Do you want to go out for a drink or do you want to go to the cinema? Or, so I just... Because I lived in Sutton Coalfield and it was only a quick bus ride to Erlington, so I, I sort of went down to Erlington and kind of hang around, hang around the shops and hoped I'd bump into you. Uh, and, and and I think I walked past your house once and, and you like, were looking out the window and were like, why are you walking? Oh, hello. <laughs> this was before we moved into together, obviously. Um, but, uh, yeah, so there was a bit of a sort of that, that bridge between being in college, being in classes and... Um, actually being friends outside um, which is that difficult sort of uh, um, thing when you meet new people but um, but yeah I, I around the time I got my new video camera pack uh, Easter 93 I managed to lure Phil who wasn't really the sort of person who would probably have done acting norm- normally um, he was quite well, relatively normal. He was a very gung-ho and threw himself into it. He did once, yeah, once I got him, I took him to Sutton Park and I said, could you could you wiggle some plastic dinosaurs in front of the camera? <laughs> um, as you do. As you do. Oh, and then I was like, do you mind if you could just be some legs, like walking past? And, and then by the end of the episode, he was in, fully in camera and being a zombie walking, being pushed off a, off a um, like, well, a small quarry thing. <laughs> um, and, um, after that, so he got killed off in his first episode, and but then when you started being in it um, around the same time, we kind of well, kind of need to have Phil back, so he got to be a, a zombie who we were being re, who we were reintegrating into society. But, uh, uh, yes, and swans I, and everything. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think we recorded in various different parts around Erdington. Yes, well, last time on Sutton Park, this happened. Yes, well, now the story continues for episode 67. Thank you. This is awful. This is, this is terrible. There's only one thing we can do, that's, that's to stop Phil creating all this terribleness. Come on, we've got to stop him. Well, this is, this is awful. Uh, I think, you know, Phil, Phil was supposed to, Phil was supposed to be around here somewhere with, with Kerry, but I don't know where, I don't know where he is. This is awful. He must be around here somewhere. I'm going to have to have a look, a further look, I think. I don't, I don't know where they are. It's a bit of a problem. I haven't the foggiest where they might be. If don't stop Phil soon, then uh, you could cause that accident. We've got to try and avert that. Where are you? Oh, well, I've looked everywhere and I can't see them. I can't see them anywhere. Oh my goodness, what are you doing here? Hey, get out of it. Go on, get it. 
Yeah. That's uh, Oh dear, I think you've I think I've I think I've killed him. Uh, uh, I'm so I'm sorry, I, I I didn't mean to kill you. I didn't mean to shock you like that. Uh, I really didn't. Are you okay? Oh dear. Uh, if I can find Phil. Sorry. <laughs> Mr. Claw, have you seen Phil? Excuse me. Oh. Uh, sorry. Um. Uh. Sorry. I, I seem to. I've seemed to be having a very strange effect on creatures off Sutton Park today. Every time I get near them, they seem to be dying, which is um, a good thing in some ways, but uh, rather mysterious in another. Anyway, I'm going to look for Phil again. Bye bye, Phil. See ya. I don't know where I don't know where they are at all, but to, oh my goodness, Kelly, oh. it's you. Hello. I'm good, Paul. How Hello. Are you? I'm all right. I've just managed to stop Phil from beating you up. You realise? Why was he trying to? Why was he wanting to do that then? Because he hates your guts and he wants you oh. dead. I suppose that's what. He, I suppose that's what happens to you once you become undead. You just get like that. Unfortunately, yes. Well, where is he then? We've got to stop him. He's up there to... somewhere. We'll, we'll, we'll better find him. You take the camera and I'll... Right, yes. Is that working? Is that working okay, Kerry? Yes, it's fine. It's good, fine. good. Yes, that's good. Where, where did you say he was up here somewhere? It's just up there by that little bit. Well, I don't... Well, there's nobody by the little bin, Kerry. Well, he was there. I knocked him out. Well, he seems to have gone now. We've got to stop him from getting to Orchard Road. Look at this place. I showed you this earlier. Earlier? I don't know if I did or not. Look. Look. Zombie Rampage Terror Shocker. Oh no. I got to stop Phil from getting to Orchard Road and making this poor bloke have a heart attack. What? What, what can we do? He's gone. Well, we have to get there before he... We have to avert it. We have to stop it. Alright then. That way then. Yes. No, that's, still, that's still going, isn't it? Yeah. I, I sense... I sense something down here. I don't know what it is. It's just a sort of undead feeling about this place. It's, you know... Must be round here somewhere. Okay, let's go. We'll have a look. Yeah. Phil, don't know where he is. I'll def definitely be round here though. I can, I can sense it. There's something in the air. There's something in the air. So that's nothing to do with Phil. Well, I hope it's not anyway. Meanwhile, the. Um, the man who is going to have the heart attack very soon, once meeting Phil, is getting rather near Orchard Road. You're doing, you're doing, you're doing an excellent job, you know, an excellent job there. You're too kind. Too That's kind. Right. I can sense Phil has been here, he is somewhere around here. But we're getting so close to Orchard Road, I really don't know what to do. It could be anywhere. It could though. be anywhere, and that, that bloke, the one who we're trying to stop, for meeting Phil, he must be round here very somewhere. He's in grave danger. He's in very grave danger. He'll be in his grave as well if he's not careful. Oh dear. It's hopeless. Well, some... Yes, the man, the man is close. He is very close. Dangerously close. <laughs> Oh, excuse me, um, have you seen Phil? Oh, go 
I'm having this funny, having this strange effect on the skeleton at the moment, Kevin. They seem to be dying on me. Let's go and see if we can find him. Okay. Okay, Kevin, Kevin, you stop the man. I'll stop, I'll stop Phil, okay? You okay. stand that way. Stop, okay. go on. Phil, stop. Phil, Phil. Yes. Phil, you, you, you mustn't walk along this road like that. You, you'll scare people. If we go this way, go that way, um, that way. It, it'll, be, it'll be nice for you. So if you go this way, I'll take you back to the graveyard. That way. Don't worry. Yes. Oh dear. So that's a very near thing. Yes. Oh, oh there you are. Yes, Did I've been waiting. You got that man away then? Yes, he was very displeased. Uh, well, I hope you worked for him anyway. Right. Uh, we, we got to, um, Phil, this is your home. Home. Yeah. So I'm going. Nice I'll, place. I'll, I'll, yes, it's lovely. I'll hand the camera over to Kevin now, and then I'll show you where you should be. So. Okay. We, we, we've really got to do something about these arms here. You see, if you're going to be in, into some, put your arms down like that. No, no. no. Uh, 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 you've got to do something about these arms. You can't have you sticking up. Why? Because you're supposed to be. I know you're, you are dead, but. We've got they, to try and comfortable. I know, we've got to try and integrate you to society though. It's no good if you're sort of like that. You people don't just walk around like that, you know. You won't get a job in Woolworths. No, you can't walk that You're gonna have to have a vest. You have a vest up here somewhere, and then we'll come back again. Yeah, right, yeah, so, so you've got all your facilities around here. Okay. Uh, so this way I think. Okay. Got a spike. Well I think he's I think he's alright. He looks pleasant enough anyway. Well, we seem to have sorted him out. Yes. Well, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to work out how we're gonna get him, you know, normal well, integrated. Integrated. So if we go up this way somewhere. Okay. Back back to. Yeah. <sighs> uh, that that was Sutton Park episode 67. Expect more of the same very soon. Thank you. Our first year ended relatively early because our first year exams were probably in May or something so we may not have lived together for that first for that um, for more than six weeks two months before the end of the you know the the end of the first year came around but um, I don't think either of us went rushing back um, home but uh, I can remember doing some policeman stuff to begin with at Orchard Road. Yeah, I think that's the first kind of thing, and obviously uh, that was a character who returned later on. But I think that's what I did first. I can remember doing some stuff on the stairs mm. for that. Uh, and um, we were you directing stuff, or, or at least being a cameraman, or yes, um, as early as that. I can't. I can't Yes, because that was the thing. I think uh, in an alternate reality to this, I ended up being a television director, which is what I wanted to do, uh, rather than a librarian. That that was just the the path this particular reality has put me on. Um, um, But that's what I was doing first, and I wasn't really on camera, which is why I think you never saw the policeman character at all on camera it was just a voice and all of his material was point of view stuff but then lots of your stuff was point of view material and then to camera yeah it was quite nice to have somebody who would because i some somebody once said to me i, I mentioned the selfie but, well i don't think i mentioned the selfie but i definitely 
needed to find a way to have my face on camera when I was by myself. So I did turn the camera on myself and, and that's why it was supposed to be a sort of documentary type thing. Although it, it, it never totally stuck to that anyway. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Lots of it was point of view stuff mm. to begin with. And I wanted to explore, scratch that directing yeah. itch and try and do those different things that you could do within the limitations of the, those handheld home video cameras at the time. And um, then I don't know whether we, I don't know whether you came to, because you and Phil used to come and stay at my parents. Um, I think but, I did come down that summer. Yeah, I, I, I think I did. Yeah, it's possible. Um, it was because that was the summer that I, did, I got to episode 100 and I also did my long office dyke path walk with my friend Andrew and went to, the, went to Jersey and did episodes where I, um, I got hypnotised to kill Graham, which was me nicking a, a, a plot line from Prison Subcrate, of course. Um, and um, yeah, it's one, it's one of those summers where I can't believe how much I, I, I did. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure we, we did meet, but we must. I guess we must have, because we were told that we couldn't go back to Orchard Road for the second year. And um, yeah, and so then we quickly had to find somewhere, didn't we? And um, we got um, Brookvale Village, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember we went to a couple of, we went to at least one of the place because there was one where yes. there was a room. Uh, a bedroom that sort of opened up for some stairs. It didn't really have. Yes. And I kind of like the idea of it, but we, we decided to, I mean, listeners, um, Brookvale Village was really good because it had a lake opposite and, and it was very close to Bletty Junction. Um, but the trees blocked that out and yeah, it did give it a nice sort of, a sort of more peaceful, like you weren't, um, you know. It was it was a very nice uh, place, but Vale Village was, and it was very tranquil by the uh, the lake, and it was um, on the bush route, wasn't it? The um, Ring Road bush route, which was brilliant. Oh, that was really good because if you getting nothing... into town and going to uni. Yeah, and also if you and there was there was the bus bus route for for uni, but then there was this, that. So was it was that the same thing? The, the, yeah, the second because it went round. Yeah, yeah, it was no, it was two separate bus routes, but same yeah. bus stop. And you could like sometimes on a Wednesday if we had the day off, you could you could just get on the bus and just sit and go round all of Birmingham, um, just look out the window. And, and uh, well, Mondays were great when we'd finished at uni, just going straight into town yeah. and looking at new releases, going to Virgin and HMV. Yeah, because yeah. we never, we were never the sort of people who, who went to the student union bar much, other than maybe at Christmas or whatever, there was some sort of university thing. We, we did that sort of thing back at where we lived because ultimately we wanted to spend our money on, um, even though I guess a student union bar would be reduced prices, we, we wanted, as you say, on a Monday to see what new, new singles were out and, and we were always wanting to buy, um, he said DVDs, videos. Um, and uh, that was around the time that Next Generation was, those DVDs were coming, left, oh, those videos were coming yeah. out. And, uh, uh. 
and it's when I first got um, Star Cops mm. and Star Cops had come out and I got um, all of those episodes and professionals I started getting professionals at that point Going back to that circular bus route I always found it often found sometimes when I was going off to film by myself it was a good place because when you, you were sort of it was a bit like doing a location hunt you, you mm-hmm. sit on the bus and go oh that looks quite interesting next time I'll, just, I'll get off at that point or because um, you went went past it really was went through all sorts of different types of areas of Birmingham quite well off areas and, yeah and, and because it went through Edgebaston, didn't it? Yeah. And you could go all the way around. Yeah, and and um, the, the the canal paths were always quite interesting. Um, or if we had to go and do course, well, I sometimes had to do coursework at um, um, the actual Birmingham University, uh, and then you could walk along. You could rather than hit a train home, you could walk along back into the centre, and that was quite an interesting stretch of canal path because it went through a few tunnels, and uh, and, and that was always a that, that was always a, uh, we, we didn't always have to go to Southern Park. We could go, you know, or we could film opposite the the house at the lake. Um, the weird thing, the, I suppose, the problematic thing about our second year was that we. You know, for any potential landlord, was that we were only doing two terms. We weren't doing a full year, so anyone taking us on would find that they they lost two of their tenants before you know, the third term. So we were lucky that our landlord didn't didn't mind. Yeah, he he was just renting his entire house out, wasn't it? In yeah. terms of different rooms and had different people in different rooms, and there was a. We were kind of main stage during that period, and he had that other lad that was in the bedroom near, next to mine, wasn't he? Who we had nothing to do with that older and lad in his final year. Yeah. But there was a big overlap of um, people that he would rent out to, both students and uh, uh, people in commercial people. And um, of course, if if, if the room came free for the odd few weeks, I'd be like, oh, there's an extra location to, I'll do some season <laughs> this, this extra. Just sneak in here. Yeah, just to do. And, and also, um, you could fit, there was a basement, a spooky kind of basement, which I'd sometimes go down and film in. And that, yes, and it had a sign up on, on the top, didn't it, as you went down, it was called yeah. the Snake Pit, I think for was, some reason. And, and I think there was a, I think there was a, a spooky cellar in, the Orchard Road place as well. I don't know if I went down. There. Yes, but, um, yes, I'd forgotten all about that. But there was a cat, of course. At um, um, oh, the cat! I'd forgotten all about the cat and its special meow. <laughs> what was the special meow? I should know better. Well, it, it, yeah, it sounded so much like a baby crying because uh, it was very disturbing in the middle of the night. It was quite um, sort of infirm towards. The, I, I don't think it passed on whilst. I was living there, because because I did, I did come back and live there for six months after um, we finished university. But I, I can't remember whether it. I think it was still around, but I feel like it was getting a bit shaky towards the end. Mm. Um, and um, well, I got a lot of it on video, so uh, <laughs> I should I should know more about it. It lives on. It, uh, I'm not sure whether we whether I refer to it by its real name or whether I refer to it by some fictional name. Uh, but, uh, um, but 
during our second, um, well, during the, the two terms we first lived um, in Brookhill Village, um, we, well, one of the things I particularly think about was that um, on my 20th birthday, because um, even though my video camera had been repaired, that I then had another problem where it was either the, it was the, I think the batteries were running out, but I, I think it was a lot more, rather than just going and buying a new battery, that was something I sort of had to wait for my birthday or something. So I could only, for a while, I could only film if I was attached to the mates. <laughs> um, I think we did, we turned it into a whole plot line. So I remember you, like, I'd been trapped in the house for a while and you filmed me from the window and I tried to leave the house and found that I couldn't, but you filmed me sort of going down the front path of sort of, and then sort of being unable to breathe and having to come back in again. Um, so we, we turned anything like that into a plot line. But but on my 20th birthday, we, I think, I, I can't remember if these were two separate things, but we did, we did a jelly monster invasion. Um, yes. And, and we also did a, a, wit, a thing where I was possessed by a witch or something. <laughs> oh, had to overact. Um, I can't remember if that was the same. I can't remember if that was the same night, whether, was a, whether that was like the end of term, or whether that was Halloween or something. But uh, Phil was back by then, hadn't we? We got Phil back. Yes, we got Phil back because he, he, something had happened to him. Um, um, but yeah, I definitely because my my twenty first birthday was when I was on placement, and it was a real squib because I sort of just went to work which I've never done ever, ever since I, that, that was kind of like my lesson never to work on your birthday and so I tend to remember my 20th font more fondly than my 21st but, uh, but uh, we, I think it was perhaps the second of the second turn the sort of beginning of 94 was possibly when we were doing the Turlo stuff um, oh yeah. For, for little listeners who don't know Doctor Who that well, Turlo was a companion of the Doctor's in the early eighties, and he was betraying the Doctor and was contacting a an, uh, the evil Black Guardian via a crystal that she, which he held in his hand. Well, um, Kerry was was um, in the series, not real life. He was um, <laughs> being being he was under the, the the forces of the evil Azrael, who was a, a well. In, he, he he was um, a plastic spider basically <laughs> um, and um, yeah so, so Kerry was communicating with the plastic spider via a, but not a crystal but via an orange pencil sharpener yes it was a um, large plastic clear yeah. um, uh, pencil sharpener it, it looked like it could have been an orange crystal, yeah, it? turned yeah. upside down. Yeah, I mean, a lot of my props came from. And then when Halloween came around, it was like, oh, let's see what we can, what, what props I can get. I was always on the lookout. And there was some good. Um, a little bit later on, though, in Perry Bar, where we used to do our our shopping at the at the Asda, there was quite a lot of really cheap um, pound shops and all that sort of thing. And it was, it was there that I got a lot of the puppets that became really, really big <laughs> in the in the sort of ninety five onwards. Um, so yeah, I was always on the lookout for che- cheap and cheerful. 
Uh, but, um, of, of course, listeners, what, what, sh- what should be said is that um, I was filming with Kerry. He didn't have to put up with it on a daily basis. Um, well, almost, but no. Um, but I was then perhaps going off at weekends and recording with friends in back in Salisbury or my friend Robin in Oxford, and, and all these plot lines would be. They wouldn't. Be, it wouldn't just be Kerry episodes all in a row. It would be a few episodes with you, and then I pass somewhere else. And then so so you never quite knew. Um, we didn't plan that far ahead. It was kind of. Uh, what's the next bit? Yeah. What's the next bit? Um, well, it's it's like your video diary, isn't it? But in narrative form. Um, then um, I'm trying to think what we were what we were doing because we never lived with Phil, so. No, that that probably was the right course of action <laughs> in the end. Um, but even though we we considered it, um, yeah, and it was just that final six months wasn't it because we were on placement from yeah. April to December and then we came back in January yeah he he had dropped off the course by then so yeah had, had we, we well, we'll come back to placement in a minute but the um, um, we were very lucky that well I was very lucky because I had to re, I had to do retakes um, dur- during placement and I was able to come back and stay at um, at, at, at uh, on the name of the road again. What's the road? What's the George? Yeah, George Road and Brookvale Village. Yeah, um, I was able to come back and stay and do my retakes and stay at George Road, and then, and then when we wanted to come back at the start of '95 after our placement, he was available again for the last two, to, and we had the same rooms that we'd had before. Um, it was very, it was very lucky. Um, we didn't mm. really have to sort of. Yeah. He was good landlord, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, and I, I, because I, my room looked out the other side. You had the nice look down at the um, the lake, and um, and I had a nice sort of look out the where the allotments were. Mm. Um, so if it got snowy or something, it was it was a nice view out that way. Um, and because again, it, my room was the floor above yours, so I had that sort of been quite high up really um, but yeah going back going back to placement we saw each other I think we saw each other every month but um, did we was that the year we met in Cheltenham yeah yeah and we, we used to travel down on Saturdays and we yeah, met in Cheltenham yeah we do we do that but then there'd also be other times when you and Phil or we or, we, or just you um, I think usually it was all three of us because because um, Phil was working in Bournemouth so by that point, yeah. Or, or I think, well, no, he was more in Dorset at that time. He did get to Portsmouth later on, but he was anyway because he got a placement even though he didn't stay on the course. So he was sort of my neck of the woods to a certain extent. Or my because when I did my placement, I did it back in Salisbury, so I did I was living with my parents, and you did your placement, and you were living at your parents. Yeah, I'm working for the, the MOD posse. Yeah, I did. Do you remember? Did, were you pleased that you were having? Because I remember being a bit sort of in two minds. That it, 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 I always knew it was going to be a bit of a funny course, and that you just get used to it, and then we'd be off to placement. But I wasn't sure that I was that keen about. I kind of felt that I ought to be staying somewhere, you know, 
a, a new experience that wasn't just living with my parents for nine months. Well, the irony was, you see, one of the main librarian courses in the country was down the road from me at Loughborough University. Mm. And I didn't want to go there, mm. partly because, apologies to any Loughboroughites who's listening, um, I I didn't particularly like Loughborough as a place and mm. I didn't want to go and study there, but it was just too close. Yeah. And um, Birmingham was the only other place... Uh, other course that actually was a sandwich there was no formal library sandwiches and I wanted uh, a course it's a practical course it made sense to do a sandwich Um, and that was one of the reasons that um, I, I went specifically to Birmingham so I didn't mind coming back at that point because it was only six months and I could um, I liked Nottingham, where I did my placement. I liked it a lot uh, as a city, uh, and it was great going to work there. Although the pattern room where I studied had its own eccentricities. Um, but, yeah, I can understand for you, because you'd moved away. I'd moved away enough and going back, but I can understand for you going back and stopping with your parents for that. But what was it, nine months, ten months? Yeah, but realistically, um, wouldn't have had half as much freedom to to. I wouldn't have saved that much money. I probably wouldn't have saved any money. It would have been like, and and I would have been by myself. So, in in a way, it couldn't have worked out better really because I spent a lot of time with Nick and and then when people like Harry and Robin came back from university, they'd be there in the holidays and you guys would come and stay at my parents and there was the pub down at the end of the road um, at the village so it's, even though it's sort of a bit of an isolated village that pub doesn't exist anymore so but um, that's a shame I've got some fond memories of that yeah um, uh, I think we used to play pool a lot yeah it was, it was a nice pub it's just sitting there disused it's just a shame that, anyway um, but yeah and also I think when I was at, when I was on the placement you know I, might, I could still go and visit Harry in Exeter or or, or um, Robin in Oxford and, and have sort of a bit of student life. Um, and then we met in either my place or we met in Cheltenham, which um, was sort of, a, for me, a trip to um, Bristol and then, then a trip up to, to, to Cheltenham. But it was quite a nice place to, to meet up. Because um, when you get off at the station at Cheltenham, you have to sort of walk along that path, which is where presumably another a, dis, a disused railway line but be turned into a footpath. But that made quite a good location for filming. Uh, uh, I think at that point, X-Files had kicked in and we were doing sort of um, like the, the, the sort of conspiracies involving Sutton Park and you were having to be in hide, on hiding and things like that and uh, was there some form of agent? I can't remember. Yeah. This is the thing about Sutton Park. Whilst it's kind of like a good kind of video diary for you, it reflects, you can see the influences. Yeah. It, it wears its influences on its sleeve um, and our musical taste, your musical taste of the time, which is no bad thing, really. And, and um, yeah, I, I, I was saying... Some, yeah, I suppose some people 
I don't know, if they're doing a spoof or something, they almost do their own version of it. Whereas we tended to take ideas like the Turlo thing or an X-Files type thing, but we, 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 we didn't want to be them. We, we wanted it to be part of our thing. Um, so, so we, 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 like I, like with that prison sub H hypnotizing thing, there were lots of little things that appealed to me and I, I sort of put it in amongst the stir into the mix, but it was definitely our show. Um, not trying to be, you know, a, a carbon copy of anything because you just couldn't have done it anyway. We needed to be cheap and cheerful. So, um, but, uh, yeah, so and it, a lot of it was just spur of the moment stuff, or we can do that, or we had an idea and that, or like that that night when there was the snowstorm, we went out and filmed and did that just because there was a snowstorm. There's just taking advantage of situations. Oh, that's the thing I find most inspiring, is, uh, you know, not, or not knowing quite what somebody else is going to say, and that could bring a whole new plot line. Uh, well, that was the thing because I couldn't remember uh, words no. at all. We we did th- th- give me dialogue to say what no. no. So it was all we just worked out what we needed to do in the scene and then just improvise the dialogue and that's all uh, we did. And that that was quite freeing, though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And when we came back in '95 for those last two terms, that was the period I think I feel like um, you did the most directing. Um, and, I, and I think there may have been episodes where you're barely in it, but you were directing the whole thing, and I was, or maybe you'd appear, you direct it until the point where we, where we, where we met up because you were still on the run or still being an agent or whatever. Um, and um, was that the time Phil came up? Did we do the filming in Nottingham in that final? Oh, we did term, do yeah, Nottingham we, Castle. I was going to say when you mentioned Nottingham, yeah, we did do some. I, there's still lots that I because I kind of randomly load things on YouTube and or, or do clips audio clips and, and there's still lots I haven't seen so um, I need to pick some more stuff some more of our stuff because uh, there's a lot of it I can't quite remember so yeah I can't quite remember when we did Nottingham whether it was um, after, before I think after. it was after I'd done placement yeah. there yeah. and I, I eulogise so much about Nottingham because of um, nostalgia and comics um, and select disc mm. uh, and and other shops uh, and the Nottingham Castle um, and trip to the Jerusalem and all the stuff down the bottom it was a good place to film. Yeah. Hi. Oh. Oh. Well. Yeah, thanks, Phil. Thanks for thanks for a nice day yesterday. It was quite entertaining, wasn't it? Well, it was a it was a bit of a you know you yeah. know I was expecting it, I suppose. I mean you know what with the you know I knew that the the Jenny monsters were coming at some time. I just didn't know when. But at least it, at least I wasn't trapped in the house. Like yeah. I, you know it was a good thing. You know at least I was more you know. Three. Good thing. Good thing Phil got better. Yeah. I, that, I mean, I was worried about him. He was quite enjoying the film, though, wasn't he? You yeah, know, he was. Just, you know, I was worried about him, though. I didn't even get that thing stuck in him. Um, what's the bag for? Oh, the bag. Oh! I tell you, I thought, you know, 
I, you know, birthdays are supposed to be relaxing, aren't they? But I didn't, uh, be, was a bit didn't really get much relaxed. So I thought, take the chance, get away. I'm going to go for away for a weekend. Uh, tell me, don't tell me what. I'm going down to my aunt's in Reading. Okay? All right. Um, I might pop down to see to see Robin in Oxford, but I don't know what the situation is with his. You know. Uh, but I thought I'd go away for. Is that okay? Because yeah, that's quite useful. Because I was planning on going down this weekend. Oh good. I, I'm sorry. I was worried that you, you know you'd be disappointed or something. No. Why would I be disappointed? So I did think I need a bit of like relaxation, you know. It's yeah, one of those things. Anyway, I've got to go for the. Oh, I've got. Oh, I've got half an hour. I've got anything to eat. I'm starving. Yeah. Look. Well, you know, yeah. Okay. Stuff will be Look. Look at that. I can't eat Jenny monsters. I mean, yes, you can. Do you th- I don't think they're going to come down, do you? I mean, they seem to be. Well, they've been up there all, you know, since yesterday. Well, they got jelly. Well, okay. Well, I'll leave the jelly. I'll eat him. He's the, he's the nasty sod. I mean, I'll eat him. Are you sure he might, might not? No, I'll eat him. He's the boss. No, he's the boss. I'll eat him. Ooh, ooh. Ugh. You know what they said? Last time, the jelly mon- one of the jelly monsters lost its jelly. He went good, so I don't know if this is all... I don't know if this is all... Ooh. Mm. Oh, this is quite... This is really nice, isn't is it? Is it all right? Mm. No, oh, I've dropped. Oh God! Oh my God! I've been reading the watch upside down. What? Well, oh no! Oh, blimey! I'm sorry, I have to leave it. I'm... Oh, um. See you, um, sorry, I'll see you uh, Monday. Monday. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. We came at the mess. I'm dropping it. Yeah, don't worry. Yes. See ya. Master. Master! Yes, I know he's gone. And I know I failed him. Give me another chance. Please. Preserved memories of a past yet to be passed in a spiral of never-ending collapse. Yet memories serve no remembrance for life's life. Again, more, thrice more, I say it, September the 23rd of September. I suppose before we talk more about 95, I'm just trying to think, I was just thinking about sort of, you know, although you have... um, University, we weren't on the in the first year. I think we did all the same things, but then you started to pick different areas you wanted to to focus on. Um, and um, I was never very good with the sort of managerial type stuff or the sort of theoretical stuff. Uh, I I did things like school libraries and things that allowed me to be a bit more creative. And I I I did a few videos, or at least one. I think I did a video for. One bit of coursework I was doing, but I, I also was very was very nice. And, and another group said to me, "Could you do a video for us?" And and so I went to a school with a, with with basically rivals, I suppose, from 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 the course and and um, and, and recorded there. And, and they they were very nice. They gave me chocolates or something in the end. So that was like, okay, this is the result. So, um, and I remember doing a bit of coursework where. I, I kind of probably roped the others. We did the, the children's fiction thing, and we did science fiction stuff. So things like Nicholas Fisk and 
and Doctor Who novel, and Doctor Who um, um, books, and and I did basically I just did the video for it because it was just easier to to, to do it myself rather than get them involved. But I do remember dressing up as Horner the Amphibian Man, and and. <laughs> This is like in the presentation, um, and then we sort of showed the video. But the rest of the group, I sort of tied that we tied them up in some sort of like I was pulling them into the room dressed as a dressed as the amphibian man from Southern Park, um, and uh, they, they agreed they agreed to do that anyway, even if they didn't do much towards the video. Did we only do the three of us do one actual piece of coursework together? And that was that designing that interface of that management system. And that was the only time the three of us, you and Phil, actually did a piece mm. of both work together. Probably. It's probably one of those ones that I struggled with because it was a bit theoretical and science well, Yeah, that was, that was the thing. The, the, stuff, the greatest stuff you were doing was I struggled with and all the management mm. stuff. I, I, that's why we worked so well together, because we yeah. complemented each other's skills and capabilities. Mm. Because I also did a, um, I, I, I probably told this story before, so I'll, I'll, I'll trace it. But um, yeah, I, I did a local studies project in the, in the last two terms, and I was able to do it about Sutton Park and go to the library and find ephemeral, ephemeral things that had probably been forgotten about, you know, festivals that had happened there over the years. And, and I did that, and I was then able to go and take photos in the park, and do some sudden part whilst I was there, so it was perfect. And I got a, you know, I got an AOK sort of mark. But then the the tutor showed me another project that another um, student had done about Sutton Park. And within thirty seconds, I realised that all she had done was crib the Sutton Park guide that you could buy from the visitor centre to the point where there were photos that had been cut out of it and you could see the words on the back of the photos um, that had just then been written uh, and I didn't say anything to him but I did say something to some of my fellow students on the course <laughs> and say, mm, yeah, how can you compete when he thinks that's a good piece of work and it's quite clearly been done the night before but uh, um, anyway, I don't, I don't resent it because I got to go and go off to some park and do, do recording and I know that I didn't, didn't quit my report, my, my report, but um, but yeah, I, so I don't suppose that I think I might have even have uh, released audio from this episode or put this episode on on YouTube. But um, we, can you remember we just sort of decided that when we were finishing university that your character was going to get killed off. Oh, and, uh, I can't now. You're going to have to remind me. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know why I agreed. I, I suppose it made, it made sense because we we wouldn't necessarily be we weren't living together anymore. But and you could do anything to, in certain part. We brought Phil back how many times? So. I know exactly. Yeah, you could have come back, and I think you did appear a few times in flashbacks after that anyway because you certainly you and Phil certainly came to me in the summer of 95 and um, um, but well it was all to do with the X-Files type thing and, and we went to a park a different not not Sutton Park we went to a different park and I'm not sure why we chose that one or whether it's just one I'd seen on the bus and thought oh we've never filmed in that one that looks quite interesting um, you got shot with, with a plastic machine gun <laughs> um, 
I think it happened. I think we just filmed it. Um, I don't, I mean, up until that point, we had been doing episodes. I mean, because there was the lake opposite the house, but there was also another lake just across from that. So there was quite a lot of sort of lakey type. Um, yeah, there were, at the top of the road, on the ring road, the, over the yeah. road, there was another uh, park, wasn't there? Yeah. And that, that's so, where we did the shots of Phil as a swan. Yes, and that's also where we would sort of do meet-up, secret sort of um, agent meet-ups and stuff. Um, uh, but but your last episode, we, or your last episode before you got shot, um, was in this other park, and I'm not sure, I'd never be able to work out where it, quite where it was, but it was quite a good location, and I, I don't, th- I think we did it, like, I don't know if my character was even there, I, I think perhaps I was the gunman and you were being shot, and, and it was it was sort of showing what had happened to you, we, you got missing, and and um, it was all quite quite dramatic. Uh, Ironically, uh, I can't remember any of this. This is really, <laughs> this is all good, good trying to remember, but I can't I'll remember. To, I'll have to find out whether yes. it's one of the ones I've loaded up. But uh, And you'll have to put it up uh, on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. And remind um, me. Yeah. But I did. we did lots of little props, and, oh, I did quite a lot of props, where we had, like, um, around that time we had, like, put a pass card. You gave me a photo of, of, of you, and uh, or, or whether we went to them specially, I don't know. I can't remember now. But, uh, yeah, we had, I think I still have them, these pass cards that, that were supposed to be, because we, we, we were allowed to be in Sutton Park, because, um, and I sort of singed them around the edge to make them look like they'd been used and stuff. I mean, I was never the best, sort of. I did have friends who were great at making props, but, uh, but yeah, some, some of these things I, st- I still have. But... Uh, they're only fleetingly on screen, though. It, 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 yeah. to get the, that's part of the magic. It, yeah. It's creating atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, and so anything um, like that just adds to the, the nature of what some park is. I'm sure, I'm sure there'll be something else um, that um, will come to mind about some park before we go. But before we say any more, I wanted to... Also, say the thing about '95 was that that was when we started going to gigs together. But why didn't we go to gigs before that? And did you go to any gigs bef- without me before? Or what, what? What made it? What made it? Why did we start going? I don't know. I can't remember. Well, um, I went to that last Wonder Stuff gig in Derby, didn't I? That was the first gig uh, that I went to, and it ruined my hearing. I couldn't hear <laughs> anything. For about a week and i thought i wasn't going to get my hearing back at all um and then was there anything else during that that year or was it then 95 and was it um supergrass was supergrass yeah, the Super first gig, Super blue, tone. blue tones at st edwards yeah. was the first gig then the floodgates opened and that yeah. six months leading up to Pulp's triumphant gig at the Q Club during the summer, which we bought tickets before, didn't we? we? Before before the Glastonbury event catapulted them to superstardom. Um, I I didn't even know if I'd be able to go because I didn't know where I'd be by, because it was more like the autumn, the actual, the actual gig, and it was uh, I didn't know where I'd be by the time. But I bought the tickets anyway. Uh, But um, yeah, good to see Lush. Uh, um, also at Edwards 
uh, when they were going through their... Uh, when we were at university, I remember we, we both bought some of their stuff when they were more shoegazy. Yeah. And, um, but by the time we went to see them, they were, were doing more Britpop-y type stuff. Uh, they'd had a couple of hits with Single Girl and Lady Killers. And, that wasn't with me. Like, that wasn't with me. So that that must have been during that six months you were there, because I've never yeah, been maybe to that see. was with maybe that yeah. Because I did go to a, because when I went back to the house, there was um, a, a, a friend of mine called Darren who I, who I sort of he was in your room. He was in your room, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't really speak to him um, for the and then because he put up with his girlfriend and was kind of a bit sad and we kept saying we'd go for a drink and we didn't and then we did just before he was about to, to leave and then we kind of realised oh we got on quite well so we used to meet up in 96 and I was, well for a few months I was still there in 96 uh, and we did go we saw garbage at Wolverhampton and, and I guess it must have been him I saw last week must have been but we saw so who did we see? We saw menswear. We saw mm. menswear, supported by Embassy of all bands. Uh, um, and that was the, after, the day after, at least it was the day after my finals. Yes. And was it yours as well? Probably. Uh, we saw the Long Pigs with Richard Hawley on guitar, supporting Powder. That's one of my favourite gigs of all time because there was only about three of us in the audience. Uh, no, there was five of us, and one of them, so Long Pigs were supporting Powder, and the guy, there was a guy sitting on the, um, the pillar, it was at the foundry, wasn't it? And there was a guy sit, sitting on the floor in front of the pillar all the way through, and then um, the Long Pigs came out and stood with us to watch Powder, and then he just got up and was mad dancing all the way through the powder gig. And Pearl was just so embarrassed and chuffed at the same time. It was really odd. The powder's a funny group because because they were on that Britpop documentary that came out around that time with a lot more famous band. They, they, they never had a top 40 hit, but because um, Pearl was married to one of Supergirls. Yeah, Danny. And I think history remembers them as being more comparable to other bands like Sleeper and, and when, in fact, they, they were quite small fry, although I did like... Uh, I can still remember Aphrodisiac. That was a good song. But um, they were never quite as big as, as history remembers them, so they've done pretty well to be still remembered. Wasn't the guitarist from Transvision Vamp? No, maybe. Yeah. Um, and we, we, did see, we did see Sleeper, um, at the top of Dignity High Street, and where did, what else did we see? We, we saw Alaska. Alaska was yeah. a good gig. Yeah, yeah. I think it was quite short though, because they didn't have much more material other than the album. The no. album was only about thirty. Minutes. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I can't remember if there was. I guess it's probably quite enough for two students doing their <laughs> working towards their finals and trying to get their dissertations finished. And then during during that summer, I saw Ash and Echo Belly. Echo Belly was supported by Drugstore, um, although they weren't, because they were very, very late, and then they came on incredibly drunk, and the singer couldn't sing. 
because she was hiccuping so much and they had to go off halfway through the first song. So they, the Echo Belly had no support for that particular night. Um, but I'm not going to say they were good because that's only going to just rub salt in the wind. <laughs> but I still think one of the weirdest, one of the weirdest gigs we went to was that pop gig because oh, yeah. what was that? What was that venue? At the Q Club. The mighty Q Cup, it, it's um, down the bottom of Corporation Street near Aston Uni. Uh, the building's weird. still there, but I don't, I don't yeah. know if it's an actual, um, not necessarily event, like, but nightclub was, now. But it was like, it felt like it was, I don't know, like some sort of law court or something, or had been, uh, I don't know what yeah. it had been. It, just, it was, it was, it was also opposite or... that record shop, wasn't it? Yes. And yeah. um, Minty supported. Minty, them. yes. <laughs> Yeah. Was Quick um, Space on the bill as well? Was, was the three of them? I can't really remember. remember. I remember them. I remember Minty because I had that. Um, that's nice, or whatever it's called. Yes. Because um, Minty had had Lee Barry in. Yeah. But that, but he he had died by then, so it was a later version. Of Minty, yeah. But they were still very very strange. Um, but we were very close to the stage. Um, I was very. I was. I was Travis Cocker was definitely my hero for the moment, so it was probably the nearest I've been to a screaming bang as we were quite close. It was the only gig I've had any kind of slight panic at uh, in the mosh pit. All the, every other gig I've been to had been no problem, but that was the only time. When they did the opening of... Oh, what was their big single? Uh, was it? It was um, <clears throat> not from that album that uh, that year. Uh, not sorted for common people. It was like a tsunami. You could hear, you could feel the tension go off the mosh pit as, and it kind of like there was a gap, and then you knew it was going to rush forward. And that was the only, that's the only time I've had any form of kind of, oh crap, what's going to happen now? And because <clears throat> if you've seen me on Sutton Park on YouTube, I was a solid lump. So I just tried to stand rock solid so that the people, because uh, we, uh, we were very close to the front for that, wasn't it? We weren't at the yeah. right at the front, they were about three back, three rows back, something like that. Yeah. And I didn't want to be ended up pushed right in front of those, those people right against the barrier. Um, um, I'm a solid one now, but I wasn't so quite so solid. Solid-ish, but I wasn't nah, half you solid as I am now. No, you weren't as solid as I was back then. We've swapped yeah. over now. But, um, uh, but you did get me... One of your beautiful directing moments was me running doing a running scene <laughs> on the, the lake so that I can prove that I can, can prove that I uh, I could run at one point <laughs> but, uh, I was also thinking going back to uh, filming that we did a do you remember we, we did that thing that wasn't Sutton Park but it was for one of our one of my Nick and I Nick and my films yes um, was it we, Twilights uh, of Reality or something yeah yeah, and our, our section was called Keepsake because it was through the box um, that was found in Sutton Park and Phil made a brief cameo. I think we did this before we went on placement. Um, and, um, and, and, yeah, it was a, a weird film overall because Nick was really good and he did scripts for his two 
and I just wanted to, to do it the way that I was doing something park. Also, you know, we have coursework and stuff. The last thing we wanted to do, I didn't do much writing during university that wasn't to do with university because uh, I was doing. That's why some park was so good because it was ad lib and you just turned up. And so our, our the two stories I did one with you um, was was all ad lib, and that was by the lake and and in your bed, bedroom. Um, but uh, yeah, it, I think we just did that one one Wednesday afternoon off or whatever day we had off. Um, but uh, I think we, we just sort of there wasn't much explanation as to what was going on. Well, it was just um, an anthology film, wasn't it? And we yeah. just did our bit. Yeah, yeah. It's just I'm not sure the scripted and the ad lib stuff fits together as 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 well. I, think I should probably have written something, but then we wouldn't have want, we wouldn't have wanted to have done. You, you, know, you want to, as you say, you wouldn't really want to learn lines. And so. Yeah. Was it's I actually in it, or did I just direct it? Oh no, you were in it. Yeah, you were the person who like, sold me the box or wanted the box. Um, it's amazing yeah. how you some do, things are it. so clear in my memory, and other things are just what. Well, yeah, I I've seen these things a lot more recently, <laughs> yeah. so it's easier for me. <laughs> so it's quite understandable. But, well, um, we're nearly running out of time, and um, I I think you know one of the we'll definitely have to come back and talk about TV and, and yeah. music uh, sort of aside from the stuff that we, we went um, uh, we went to see at the time but um, before we finish I was just thinking back to sort of on our quiet days we weren't filming but we perhaps like we were saying about going to the shops on a Monday but, or or if we were sort of at home at the, week, at the weekend um we, we did when we went into central Birmingham. We did have sort of places that we always used to hang out with, including where we used to go and have a like a, a sort of a nice all day brunch or whatever it was. Um, I can't even think of what that place was called. It was up near the library, yeah, uh, up at the yeah, near the, the council uh square. Uh, yeah. I can't remember what that place, but yeah, we kind of food we lived in there didn't we really yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> top top end of new street yeah but then there were various record shops it was quite a big um and and sci-fi sh- shops uh, it was quite a big sort of circle we had to do <laughs> yeah well well we we had to work off a lot what we ingested yes. in that shop in that cafe yes. so yeah because there was let me just think there was apart from the two hmvs in the virgin the independent record shops there was that one at the end of corporation street opposite q club that we went in occasionally there was that one opposite virgin and add that downstairs as well as an upstairs. There was one sort of near the library, um, in a sort of hobble. arcade. That sixties arcade. arcade. That was Highway sixty one, wasn't it? That one. That's where That's I cool. bought the video of. Um, I was so excited. The import copy of the Clockwork Orange. Clockwork Orange. I was going to say that. Silly yeah. fool that I was. Um, <laughs> And then there was that other record shop in that other arcade down near the ramp into New Street. That that was the best one. That's where I got all the one stuff singles from. Yeah. 
that was a great one. And then round to Andromeda Books. Andromeda Books is still quite legendary as a sci-fi shop. Um, and then Forbidden Planet. Because um, when we first started, that there was the flyover down near Forbidden Planet. And yeah. there was that um, shop underneath the flyover. And then during the first year, they took the flyover out. So it was all flat. And then that obviously that shop disappeared. But there was loads of great shops in, in Birmingham for that sort of thing. I, I, it's quite funny, I, I suppose, because it was probably in the Virgin store that um, I, I was with you. And as you say, we, we'd be looking to see new releases. And of all the music I bought at that time, I bought, I bought the album by the first solo album by Amy Mann. And of course, she's gone on to be somebody I've bought every single sort of release of and seen live many times. And, but I still remember, you know, it was kind of like a random purchase almost, or maybe I'd seen a good review in Enemy or Melody Maker at the time. Um, and, um, yeah, there's, there's, um, it's a bit scary to think I've been, that's been like 30 years I've been listening to them. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is the thing. I, I can't believe it's 30 years. Because it's just <laughs> literally like yesterday. It's not wanting to sound like an old fart, but it is just literally yesterday. But it, it's it's quite shocking that it's almost 30 years. I think you know, sometimes when lots of time has gone past, people kind of say, oh, I don't know where the time's gone. Or, um, and, and even though I have quite a lot of things, I can say, well, I, I did... 3,000 something episodes of Sutton Park, I did this, I did wrote this book. It, again, it's still, I still don't really remember doing all those things. It's just, now it's just there. And I don't remember the sort of, so I don't think it makes any difference whether you've done lots of things or not done. Time still goes quick. So you, you, if you've got things you can market by and say, that's all very well, but it's still kind of all, tra- all sort of concertinas into being sort of happened really quickly. Uh, but, uh, Yes, I'm not sure when this episode will be going out, whether I should, I should wait till September or I should release it sooner. But, uh, um, but yes, yeah, so. well, thank goodness you were at, at the university. <laughs> <laughs> and thank goodness you were there. And thank goodness Phil was there, because yes. it, it was all good, the three of us. Yeah, yeah. Um, sadly, I haven't seen Phil in a while, but we, we, did have a, we did have a bit of a sort of period in the very late 90s, early noughties, um, where we we did all sort of all three do stuff and and meet up again and and even went on holiday and stuff and although it was a mixed time for you with your health and things at least we did have a sort of after after university period as well. Mm. But, uh, and uh, the only unfortunate thing was that I wasn't um, I was I sort of, even though I did lots of creative things in the noughties I kind of uh, sort of sad that I wasn't doing more. I was doing films with Nick, but I wasn't really doing my own stuff because I'd sort of done so much for so long and I was doing different things. But now I don't have that many. Uh, I have a lot of that. I have a lot of the 90s, but I don't have so much of the noughties, which is one of my favourite decades for doing stuff and going to gigs and being sociable. But I don't... Because digital photography was still a bit sort of, you know... I do have, towards the end of the decade, I definitely have digital photos, but I bought some really naff digital cameras at the start of the 
the decade where I don't know if those photos survived. But, but uh, anyway, well, I shall keep looking for more interesting Kerry and Paul episodes of Southern Park uh, to share with the listeners. And Phil. And Phil. And yes. Phil. Yeah. The, <clears throat> yes, with this podcast, you could put up some illustrative stuff that you haven't already put up yeah. so far, some of the things we've been talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yes, I should put some Southern Park clips from this from this era in this episode so and maybe I've already done that (laughs) (laughs) anyway okay thanks very much and we'll talk again soon about some of our other interests and uh, it's been really good to catch up with you and it's been really good to catch up with you too cool until next time until next time that's all we've got time for I hope you enjoyed my chat with Kerry um, he will be back we've got lots more to talk about um, but uh, yeah we pretty much covered what we can remember of um, working on Sutton Park and living in the areas of Birmingham we did but uh, yeah I did manage to find a couple of clips to um, include in the episode um, I know there's lots more but you won't believe how much time I sat um, with the um, hard drive trying to find other episodes. Um, and, um, yeah, every episode I clicked didn't have Kerry on. <laughs> um, but anyway, there are still lots more Kerry episodes to be revealed. Anyway, somewhere, listeners, I have lots and lots... Well, I think I know where they are. Uh, some of them are here, but some of them are in Salisbury. Uh, I have detailed guides of what days each episode was recorded and where they were recorded and who was in them. So if I can find the ones that cover the time that Kerry was in the show, between 92 and 95, I might be able to track the episodes down that way. Uh, More more episodes with with, um, him in, or or the episodes um, we filmed in Cheltenham or episodes he directed but uh, I don't know um, the episode where he gets killed off that's pretty much uh, visual so that wouldn't really work on the podcast but I can still let you know the link to watch it on YouTube um, anyway you heard me talk to the regulars at the beginning of the episode asking them to please be quiet whilst I recorded and yet I swear I heard some banging in the background I swear I heard some banging I don't know, I didn't see any of them about, so, uh, I don't know. I don't know who was banging in the background. I would, I would dare to say it was Toby, but he, he was busy working in the other room, so I don't know. I'm going to have a word with them after the theme tune. Anyway, let's not, uh, let's not worry too much about that. I just want to say thank you to Kerry for being my guest this episode, and I look forward to speaking to him again soon, and I hope you enjoyed hearing some of our anecdotes. Uh, that's a, a voice that uh, you've not heard on the show before, well, other than in Sutton Park clips, but uh, a new voice for the show, effectively. Because, uh, yes, we've had Kerry on the show. It's only taken over six years, but, you know, I'm not very good at asking people sometimes. Well, I'm worried they won't want to talk, and uh, sometimes I might. But Kerry did want to talk, so we've had him on the show. And I'll calm down now. 
All right. You take care. Um, Enjoy the skin soon. You've got plenty more episodes in the can. Okay. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, 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 bye-bye. I can assure you it wasn't me. Can you? I can, Paul. I would never bang around. Um, I I was down in the laboratory. And uh, I would have liked to have listened to you talking. But I realised that, uh, well, uh, <laughs> I would only have heard your side of the conversation. And uh, it was better to wait until you edited the show. Well, yeah. Um, well, thanks, Cromarty. I didn't see anybody else in the flat, that's the thing. Toby was in the bedroom doing work. Um, I mean, Dee was about. Uh, he doesn't bang around in the sink. Um, do, do you know where the others were? Well, uh, I, I spoke to Eek. He was in the spaceship. Uh, I could hear the sound of the spaceship in the background. Mm. Well, I, I don't want to accuse him of anything. And, yeah, to be fair, if Eek's in the house, you tend to know it. What about Yeti Uncle John? Well, I I did see the magpies, um, and, uh, well, I will admit that I nipped out at one point, and uh, I saw him across the common with the magpies. I even went over and spoke to him. So you, you, you saw his Uncle John on the common whilst I was recording. Well, in that case, that makes no sense. I really don't understand it. Well, I saw him there, Paul. I suppose I better not accuse him of anything. Perhaps not. Maybe the window was open. Maybe it was making things rattle. I don't know, like cutlery or something. Well, who knows? I'll go and investigate. Um, Okay, Paul. Oh, I can hear the theme music coming. I can hear the theme music coming too. All right. Um, uh, Thanks for the little chat. Probably best I didn't accuse the others directly, but I thought you'd understand. Please, Paul, I understand. Dear, oh dear. I've got to go now. Bye. Got to go. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. It's been good, but yeah, definitely time to come home now. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com. Oh, dear. (laughs) What's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net.
don't believe this. What, Paul? What's going on? I've just found a tape recorder in the kitchen. A tape recorder? Yes. Yes. A tape recorder. It's been running. Is it recording things? No, it's been playing things. What is on the tape? You won't believe it. It's a BBC sound effects tape it, from, from, from decades ago. It says, the sound of cutlery and crashing. Kitchen noises. Volume one. Oh, my goodness. So somebody left that playing when you were recording? Well, yes. Yes. Appears so, yes. Well, Paul, that's just deliberately annoying. Yes. That's, that's actually worse than crashing about in the kitchen by mistake or just because you're not thinking. Actually planting a tape recorder that pl- that's playing the sounds of crashing cutlery, volume one or whatever it's called. Well, surely there's only one person who could have done that. Well, it, well, Yeti Uncle John. Well, yes. Why, why would he do that? To get back at you for something? To get back at me for something, probably. What have I done recently that, that's annoyed him? I'm not sure, Paul. I'm not sure. Um, I'm surprised he has a working tape recorder, to be honest. I don't anymore. Well, you know, he keeps a lot of strange things in the magpie hut. Paul, you won't get into an argument with him. You won't, you won't go over there and shout at him, will you? No, no, I won't. I don't want to accuse him of... Well, we know it must be him. It must have been him. Who else would have put a tape recorder playing that? Still, if, and, you know, I presume it must have been him. If he did it, why did he do it? What have I done to annoy him recently? And what else have I got in store? Well, Paul, this is piece of evidence number one, I suppose. Yes, let's uh, let's collect the evidence together. Um, it, it upsets me. It upsets me, Cromarty. I don't blame you, Paul. It's just, I thought things were getting back, you know, to being a bit more friendly between us all. You know, after shame jail and all that. Well, Paul, you can never tell with your dear Uncle John. His motives are mysterious. His motives most certainly are mysterious. Anyway, I, I don't think, I don't think um, the sound of uh, the tape recorder playing really interrupted the episode too much. Um, it's just the, the natural charm of the Charlotte podcast. I don't know. You are not respected in your own home, Paul. Well, I respect you. Thanks, Cromarty. Oh, well, we better go. Yes. Okay, goodbye, listeners. Goodbye, listeners. I hope you enjoyed the show. Bye-bye.
as well with like a scroll. <laughs> yeah, we've we'll got to one of those. We don't go out and film that. If I fall over, you won't, you won't be upset, will you, Paul? <laughs> oh my god, he's dying. <laughs> Watch. Your zooms don't work anymore, Paul. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh well, it's broken anyway, so. You ain't done something. Do you look and see what you've done? Yeah. See, when zoom in around now, it, it moves, but it doesn't move. Could you zoom it as far as you've got? You can go. That was a wonderful episode, don't you, Toppy? I sure do. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 574. This is just the weirdest thing I've ever heard. What are you doing now then? An establishing shop.